What's going on everybody? Joseph Mugen here and this is Nomadic Life and let's get into some digital business here. And I will be talking about a few things today, um, a few things that's been on my mind for the last couple, over the weekend, honestly. Um, and since the last time I podcasted, uh, a few things that's, uh, I wouldn't say bothering me, but i say a few bumps in a row um, as far as being an entrepreneur. Uh, mainly because, um, well, there's a lot of things that go on when you're trying to work, when you're trying to start up a business and, you know, when you're not making any money, you know, sometimes the people around you may, um, start to lose faith in you, but, um, I would recommend everybody, if you are truly trying to change your life, trying to make better for yourself and your family or all the people around you, um, don't worry, you know, sometimes the people that you love may not be there, um, because they don't under, fully and truly understand what you are trying to do, um, what I'm trying to do, and I'm not saying that I don't have, I don't have support or anything like that, but there are just bumps in a row, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that, um, particularly with me, but, uh, I've known of people where uh, they're in situations where they want to be an entrepreneur, but their significant other or or maybe their parents or, or their family members don't understand and fully support their, uh, their decisions and choices because they think, because everybody's biased, in my opinion, to their own, to their own experience, um, I say that because I'm biased in my own experience, and you probably are too, and, and, and from that, um, you know, let's say, for example, when I get older, you know, which I am already pretty old, but when my daughter gets older, what, you know, will she go to college, you know, well, you know, am I going to force her to go to college or, you know, what, what's, or am I going to, or would I rather want her to be an entrepreneur like me? Um, it depends. Um, that's the question. Um, you know, my girlfriend right now, she, she works a pretty, um, stable job, uh, more stable than mine. Um, not looking enough for, for me, I'm just, you know, a chef and an entrepreneur or, a chef and I'm broke if you know, that's what people call it because that's what entrepreneurs usually are broke until they make it of course and they say with entrepreneurship you can be wrong thousands and thousands of times you just got to be right one time and that one time can take you from here all the way up to the Appalachian Mountains to is it the Appalachian no. oh Mount Everest all the way to Mount Everest you know but you got to keep striving for it you know, like, in your head, if this is what you believe and this is what you know, that, you know, if you're like me, um, an aspiring entrepreneur, someone who wants to get out of the, I wouldn't say rat race, but what we were taught um, when we were younger, traditionally, you know, being a millennial, that's what people call um, people born in the 80s going into the, into the 2000s. You know, that's, you know, we, we went through a pretty dramatic economic change from 
when I was in high school, middle school to high school, middle school to when I finished college, you know, we went through a recession. Um, we all know that in that 07, 08 years. And within the last 10 years, we've pretty much economically have, you know, we've had, we've seen a lot of growth. You know, we've just seen Apple just become the most um, profitable business in the world, a tech business, of course, um, selling high-end merchandise, high-end hardware. But besides that fact, though, so what's it do um, when, you, when you're in a struggle? You know, because it's always going to be a struggle within life. That's how, you know, that's, that's what we generally go through as human beings, and we believe that that's what makes us stronger. But at the same time, is it necessary to make life hard on yourself when life is already hard enough? So within that, I want to talk about friction um, and being an entrepreneur or doing anything in life. You want it to be as frictionless as possible. Um, take, for example, um, Uber. Uh, take, for example, convenience, time, um, you know, there, there are a couple of things in human beings. There's one thing that we can't take back, and that is time. And with technology, as although, we're, although we, we are willing to give up our privacy for convenience, for time, because we know that we will not be here on this earth forever unless something crazy happens in the next... 15 to 30 years of uh, medicine, um, medical technology, where someone makes like some sort of immortality serum, then or something to. I mean, of course, our lives are gonna be. Uh, we live longer lives just because of you know modern technology, modern medicine. But let's let's go back 15. Let no, let's go forward 15. To 20 years you know like like don't think about yourself but think about when you have kids or if you already have kids when they get older um, I have a 10 year old then I have a one year old uh, almost two and you know you see a, a decade difference like in a decade one of my one of my kids is gonna be going through something totally different when probably won't even know what would we'll never probably even see a CD unless she sees my CDs or her uncle's CDs, my brother's. Because he, he used to be a DJ and, you know, he burned a lot of CDs, recorded a lot of uh, music um, back, in, back in the day. Most of it legal, some of it illegal, you know, but nowadays, you know, things have changed. Um, we've seen Napster. Now we see SoundCloud and we, yeah, SoundCloud, uh, uh, Spotify and a lot of music streaming, a lot of streaming, uh, uh, music streaming applications just due to the fact that music was one of the first things that was changed within technology. That it was pretty dramatically changed. Um, and if you don't, um, if you don't agree, or if you have other um, thoughts, or if, if you don't agree, just think about the iPod. The iPod forever change the way we use mobile and that is because the iPhone and before you have to remember that before the iPhone everybody had a Blackberry I even had a Blackberry aka Crackberry 
But then Steve Jobs was like, hey, he, he recognized that music, because when the internet initially started, one of the most controversial sites was Napster.com. And if you're too young to know Napster.com, it was a sharing um, platform where people upload music, upload videos, upload whatever, vi- pictures, and then you can go and you could download. Um, politically correct, it is sharing, but at a much higher, higher pace. And that's what um, the, the, the inventor of Napster was like, yeah, it's basically sharing. Let's say I have a CD, I give it to my friend, and he, you know, he, he borrows it, he listens to it for a week, you know, or whatever. And it made sense, but it dramatically changed the music industry because um, there were uh, artists and bands that tried to fight technology. Because things were changing. They didn't know. They didn't understand. But then come Apple. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's not fight the streaming industry. Let's not fight that. Why don't we collaborate with them? Why don't you... Why don't we start the iStore? Or why don't we allow people to download music from the iStore or iCloud or whatever they call it? I'm not, I'm not an Apple person, so I don't really know, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure this is kind of how the conversation went or how the meeting probably went. Like, all right, we see that people are willing to steal music because they don't think there's nothing wrong with it. They think it's simply sharing. <coughs> so they started iTunes. And with iTunes came the downloadable uh, music where you pay a dollar per song instead of paying 13 bucks, 14 bucks for a whole CD. What if you just like one song from... And yes, there was the concept of singles, but then you still had to pay like two, three bucks for that song, for that single and then purchase the album if you wanted to listen to the rest of it. You know, you can't just go and select like the top five songs in every album. You know, there are ways around it. You can record and, you know, but, you know, simply you couldn't just purchase one song. But then people started downloading. Things started to change. Um... Big corporations didn't understand what was going on. Apple did. So come forward the iPod. And then come forward the iPod Touch. And then what comes after that? The iPhone. When everybody was on a Crackberry, he was like, hey, we don't need buttons. We have one main button that's the home button everybody knows that anybody who's an apple person knows there's a home button and everything is touchscreen revolutionary if you're on a smartphone most likely right now listening to this most likely you're on a touch screen phone mobile phone and let me tell you my experience from this is that um i don't know if you guys have ever seen and ladies have ever seen the movie the uh, the fast and the furious 2 but um, it's a it's it's a racing you know like racing movie you know I'm pretty sure people have heard of it because they've got like eight movies that's come come out already and not just that but in Tokyo Drift I think was the third iteration of the movie um, there's an end scene where they're racing and it's in Japan and a lot of the kids um, that were watching their race they were literally streaming the you know, you, you can they were recording and you can see the stream on their flip phones. 
And when I was in Japan in 2000 and 2005, I would have to say, when I was out there in 2005, 2006, man, their flip phones were nice, like compared to ours. Like all we had was Blackberries. They, they're, they had bigger screens. Like just imagine your smartphone right now, but with buttons, nicer, and it's, it's a flip phone. Now they had, they were obsessed with flip phones. I don't know why, but th that, you know, Japan was, is known for having very high end technology. And, you know, you compare their mobile and our mobile, and there was a great difference.、Um, you know, but then, a couple years later, Apple changed it all. And now, around the world, across the world, we all have these smartphones that are touch, touch base. And, So, how does this、um, have to what, what does this have to do with、um, bumps in the road? Well, at, well, Steve Jobs had a bump, a lot of bumps in his road. Got fired from his company, started another one. That became a billion dollar company. Sold that, went back and took what was rightfully his. In his head and his mind, the end goal, the end, the, the end game. Was always to go back and take what was rightfully his. Apple, his baby, what he started with Steve Wozniak. But he had to go create Pixar, you know, because not everybody agreed with what、um, initially what, what, what he thought. And what they didn't know was that he was correct, he was right. He understood where technology was going. Uh, more than a lot of us did. Because without them, there wouldn't be the iPhone. There wouldn't be touch phones. There wouldn't be, I wouldn't even be able to be here to talk to you on this podcast. And even with him, he had a lot of ups and downs within his career.、Um, you know, his, his personal life was in the early ages, I guess you can say, were pretty hard. And if you don't. And, I mean, and then. And the one thing is that、um, you can always go read his biography. And, I'm not, and I only read like the first maybe four or five chapters of it. But,、um, you know, although I'm an Android guy, but I really do, you know, you know it's like you really have to、uh, respect and show,、um, show love and, and show、uh, support for. Even a device or a brand that you don't necessarily believe in because that was the staple to everything. Apple was a staple to everything from the get go, from the beginning, as a personal PC to now. That is dominance. No wonder why they are the most valued company in the world. And because of one man that understood. I mean, he understood Pixar, he, under he understood 3D animation was going to be big. Think about Toy Story, think about A Bug's Life, think about all those, think about all the different、um, 3D animated movies that we have now. They pop up left and right.、Uh, we see you know, a, new, a new animated 3D animated movie, a couple of new ones every year. And it's just moving with technology, embracing technology, and understanding where it's going, and that you should also. Go with it. Don't fight it. Even if 
there are bumps in a road, like relationships, family. Um, but if you're striving for a better future, and if you're striving for something better, just generally, and you're in a shit place that you don't want to be in, you're in a shit job, do something. Use technology, leverage it to your advantages. Of course, there's a learning curve. But do you want to sit there and watch Netflix all day and live a shitty life? Maybe your girlfriend might leave you. Maybe your boyfriend might leave you. Maybe your kids might think you're a loser because you, you've accomplished nothing and you're just dreaming and chasing this dream. That's why I want another job at the same time to maintain so that I can keep my family happy, maintain, until I can succeed within my business. There are strategies. There are bumps in a road. But mentally, your mind has to shift from a traditional mindset to a digital mindset. To the best leaders lead by example. And I'm going to let you guys go on that one. Mugen out.